<laughs> yeah, just make sure you go to my Facebook and like. Come <laughs> and uh, come and share. Uh, Kev's got something that he wants to share about a word that I think CJ shared yesterday. It was just um, we went. Um, I went to Parliament and just prayed from there. Um, yesterday, for those, most of you should have known, but last 25 hours, um, the Canberra Declaration, people from right around Australia were praying for us in Victoria and really helping to coordinate and lead prayer for us as a state. And uh, on the way back from Parliament House on the train, I was just on my phone in the prayer meeting, and CJ declared um, just you know, the passage in scripture where Elijah kept sending his servant out, you know, looking for the rain, looking for the rain, looking for the rain, looking for the rain, and he came back and reported, you know, a cloud about the size of a fist or the size of a hand. As she said that, I looked out the window of this, tr this packed train that I'm cruising on, big blue sky, but out on the horizon, all these little fists, all these little hand-sized clouds that were just way out on the horizon. There are no clouds anywhere else. has power and it changes things. I was on a packed train and the sky was packed with little fists. I felt like faith wow. is rising, hopes amen, beginning to rise amen, in amen, Victoria. Amen. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, that's, that's, that's so good. Praise God. Uh, okay, this is going to be again another uh, part. I don't know what series... So, so due, due to time, so I'm, I'm just going to kind of do a little bit. But what I feel I'll share uh, will at least help, help us shift a particular paradigm. And <clears throat> I think that's, that's what I'm going to focus on. You know, the mindset that we, that we have. And over time, over the years, over our journey, we, we, we unconsciously begin to develop particular mindsets that become a cap to our own walk with the Lord. If you, if you remember a few weeks ago, I mentioned uh, four, four different aspects that, that help shift a culture, help shift a prevailing culture, a prevailing mindset that not just, it's not just present here in our church, it's not just present out there in our families, it's, it's in our own minds, correct? And, and that culture begins to, you know, we often say, oh, I come from a particular culture, like coming from Malaysia, I come from this Malaysian culture, it's a safe face culture, you know, you don't want, uh, you want a safe face, so you don't want to share certain things, you don't want to be raw, you don't want to be transparent, because you, you don't want people to know who you really are. You know, what's below the iceberg? So you allow people to just see the 10%, right? And so in God, you know, sometimes our, our walk is just that. It's just, a, just kind of a 10% experience, and, and we feel that our entire experience is, is so phenomenal, but we're just getting 10% because God wants to take us so much deeper. He wants to take us so much deeper and much further. He doesn't want us just to, just to be ankle deep or you know, knee deep or waist deep, but he wants us to be fully, fully immersed yeah. 
you know, fully immersed. After coming back from the States, I, I... Something has happened. And I've been for weeks trying to figure out what it is. How to even share that. And I can't find the words. But I like it. I think I even love it. So it's, it's something that I just don't know how to explain, and, and I'm afraid to even talk about it because I don't know if I can even explain that, and I feel foolish because I might just, you know, kind of break down or... So it's, it's, it's this, it's this, it, it's a difficult aspect, but, you know, often I just, you know, I can't just, I can't stand just behind the keys because it's sometimes just so frustrating that it's, you're just bound there. You want to just get out and either jump or kneel or, you know, just, you know, and, And it feels that we are in a season where we shouldn't be too concerned about our P's and Q's. That we shouldn't be too concerned about how well presented we are. I hope you hear this. I, 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 I think, you, you know, for us, we are so, uh, for, for me in particular, I, I, I know. Things need to be, you know, in particular places, you know, things need to be like this or like that to some extent. And I'm finding that there's, a, there's, there's such a shift on the inside. And God needs to shift each and every one of us. If you get a chance to read Madame Guyon's books, on getting into the depth of God will be a, a really good set of books to get and to just read that from a reflective standpoint. And obviously the Bible is the best, right? We used to sing the song, the best book to read is the Bible, the best book to read is the Bible. Do you guys know that song? Yeah. Oh, so it is? Oh, I, and we thought we wrote that song. <laughs> Gosh. When we had just accepted the Lord, so this pastor had told us that we had to sing the song every Sunday, right? And it, I think we were made to, th I mean, yeah, we thought we wrote that song anyway. But praise God, you all know that. Hallelujah. So, <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Father, come and do a much deeper work, Lord, this morning. Come and work in the lives and the hearts of each and every one of us. Like only you can.
Who needs healing today if I can ask you to stand? Can you please stand? You need healing. Please stand. Shami, do you want to maybe invite? Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? The, the Lord obviously knows. And he not only knows, he wants, he wants to come and he wants to meet you exactly where you are. Hallelujah. So just, just close your eyes and just receive from the Lord this morning. You know, those of you who, you know, you're seated around those who are standing, please go to them this morning and spend some time. We want to pray for healing. We want to pray for a breakthrough to begin to take place. We pray for the certainty of what Jesus did on the cross. He became cancer. He became diabetes. He became your addiction. He became your headache. He became your common flu. He became your COVID. He became your shoulder pain. He became your frozen shoulder. He became your backache. He became and he bore your depression. He bore your anxiety. Jesus bore that. Amen. He bore that. In 1 Peter 2, 24, it says, And He Himself bore our sins in His body on the cross so that we die to sin and live in righteousness. And by His wounds, you were healed. It is past tense. You were healed, right? You were healed. So you are being healed right now. Your healing has already been done. You just begin to accept it and receive it. Know that you're loved. Know that He likes you. Imagine... He likes you so much that He wants to come and begin to just unveil His goodness over you. That God is good. That your God is good. And He wants to come right now. Right this very moment. He wants to come. Don't let any other prevailing mindset come in the way and say, maybe later. I have been prayed so many times. No, right now. Right now. Right now. This very window. This instance. This window. This window that is coming upon you and I. This window this morning as we worshiped as we began to declare the lord as we began to worship him as we began to sense the fire as his presence has come and filled this place filled your heart and reminded you of his goodness reminded you that you that you are precious to him reminded you that he is greater than your greatest that he is most merciful than 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 your mindset of what mercy is and he forgives you and i he forgives you and I. So right now, He wants to heal. He is healing. He is releasing your healing. And in the name of Jesus, brother, you are healed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. No other name, but in the name of Jesus. Sister, you are healed in the name of Jesus. And, you know, we, 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 
we want to encourage you to begin to do particular aspects that you feel that maybe you could not prior to you being prayed for. Move your hand, move your leg, move your back, whatever it is. You know, begin to experience, begin to sense and know that my God has healed, He's healed, He's healed. So take that step of faith. When you're encouraged to do that, you know, you know why this is important? I mean, you may find Jesus never told them to do that as such or whatever, right? But the reason, for, reason to do this is it, it, it's, it's our faith needs to be activated. Our faith needs to be activated. Someone can pray for you. But you know, you can pray for yourself. You can receive healing. You can lay hands on yourself and you can be healed. So your faith needs to be activated right now, right this very instant. So can you please just declare that over your life, that I am healed. I am healed in the name of Jesus. And I receive this healing right now in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for this healing in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. I'm, I'm, I'm praying and believing for, for, for my friend Anthony, who's supposed to undergo an, an operation uh, on Monday due to cancer. Half of his lung is going to be removed, but I'm just praying right now in the name of Jesus that that, that cancer has been rid of his body, that it's not there, that you're going to bring life and that every breath, will be breathed in, Lord, that it's going to be the breath of the Lord. And I thank you for that healing. We send your healing word, and he will be healed. We thank you in Jesus' name, Lord. We, 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 we believe that this morning because we are a body that believes in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Amen? In the finished work of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Anyone here, as you've been prayed for, you can share with us of something that you feel has happened, has happened in your body. Something that you sinned, something maybe that you couldn't do before, now you can. Anyone here would love to. Penelope. Man, you're on fire today, my dear. Hallelujah. Praise God. This was from last week. Oh, is that okay. okay? No, that's fine. Last week, this week, it's still a testimony Go, to God. Kev's laughing. He laughed last week. He and Krista laughed over me last week. And Eve prayed for me. Uh, because there was such an anointing healing last week, as there is right now. And I availed myself of that opportunity to ask for prayer. But it took me a, a long time to go forward and ask for it because I'd been prayed for so many times. Uh, practically all my life I've suffered from depression and I have asked the Lord so many times to heal me. And I've believed he has and I've gone off my meds and I've fallen wow. in a heap. Amen. This is, this is before I've, oh. I've done it. I've fallen in a heap when I thought I was healed. But it hasn't happened, mm. so I was really quite afraid to, to ask for it again. But as Pastor Larry and Pastor, uh, Pastor Kev. Kev and Pastor Krista were praying, uh, no, Eve was praying, and these two started laughing over me in the Holy Spirit. They were just overcome with that joy of the Holy Spirit. 
and God showed me this depression inside me was like this big poisonous ugly toad that had wow. um, been seeded in there when I was just a toddler and it had grown with me and it become this huge ugly poisonous thing. And I'm going, Lord, help them to pray it away. I don't want it there. You've shown me, so show them. Tell them to pray. All they did was laugh. But, you know, God showed me that it was, the, it was tears of laughter and it was like acid tears that were just pouring into me and dissolving this um, toad. And so it was like God confirming within me that he'd really done it this time. But I was still very apprehensive and I went home and I thought, oh, do I or don't I go off my meds? <laughs> and, uh, and I thought, no, I know what I saw and I know what I saw the Lord wow. do. And, uh, and Pastor kept prayed about no longer diagnosis of depression, it's a diagnosis now of progression. So I stood on that word and I said, okay, Lord, to not do what I know um, to do is not in faith, then it's sin. So I said, okay, I'm not going to take my medication. And uh, immediately, um, in the next few days, my mood lifted. And a uh, key thing for me is sleep. And I've slept soundly uh, the last several nights consistently. And, uh, yeah. So I'm amen, amen, Thank amen, you, amen, 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 amen. Thank you, thank you. Praise God. I mean, that's, 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 an, that's an amazing testimony. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Folks, you know, the, 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 the first truth that we may have looked at before, but let's, let's, let's look at it again. It's, it's this, that we are made whole. And that's the reason why, right? That's the reason why that when we come, we can come with this particular expectation of knowing and this faith in knowing that I can come believing that I can be healed. Not that I might be healed. Not that if it is His will, then I'll be healed. No, it's His will. It's definitely His will. Now, when Jesus stilled the storm, did the Father send the storm? Because sometimes we think that, oh, you know, we, we, we're getting this, this sickness because, you know, my dad, my father is trying to teach me a lesson. So, he's trying to teach you a lesson you come up for prayer, and we begin to pray that in Jesus' name you get healed from a lesson that the Father has now put on you. So Jesus wakes up, or he doesn't actually wake up. The disciples shake him, and they say, to wake up. And so he looks at the storm that supposedly that the Father has sent, the storm. And he rebukes the storm. You know, sometimes our mindset is, 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 is warped in that sense. That we don't begin, that we begin to realize that, or rather we don't even actually, we, we think that maybe God and Jesus is playing good cop, bad cop. You know, as a bad cop, he sends the storm, and as a good cop, you know, he stills it. So, so, so they've got this thing that's happening. So, okay, someone gets a sickness, you know, and then Jesus goes there as the good cop and begins to pray so that they get delivered and they get healed. And that's why we continue to wonder if it's his will. 
And so when we pray, we say, Lord, if it's your will, let him be healed. Why do we pray like that, that it's his will? The word of the Lord says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. When the word of the Lord says here, right, he became sin and sickness unto death, so we might live in wholeness. Right? So that we might live in wholeness. And that word wholeness is the word sozo, which means to save, keep safe, rescue from destruction, make whole from injury and peril. Save from perishing, suffering, or disease to make well, restore to health. I have found myself saying those kind of prayers so many times because I don't want to offend. For me, because I don't want to look like as if I'm weak. So I put it on someone else. When they came to Jesus, he never said, if it's the Father's will, then be healed. I mean, it's, I, I, I want us to examine these thoughts. I want us to examine particular things that are in our mind that has made its way because of our experience, because of particular teaching. And so it remains there. Just give me a few more minutes, three, four minutes, and, and, and we are done today because I just I, I, I just want to I just want to emphasize this point and I want to I want to read you something I want to read you a testimony of of A.A. Uh, a. Allen and what what happened to him or what happened in his in his uh, tent meeting it was a revival in Birmingham Birmingham Alabama a mother from Knoxville brought her son for prayer. David was almost three years old and had been called the most underdeveloped boy ever born in Tennessee. He was paralyzed on his right side, blind in one eye, deaf and mute. He couldn't even crawl because his limbs were like twisted sticks and his feet were deformed. All total, he had 26 major diseases or defects in his body. His mother had been told by one doctor, only God can help your boy now. So David's mother took that statement literally. That statement, believed it literally, believed it. Took that statement literally, drove 250 miles to that tent meeting. What happened at that meeting in Birmingham is called the greatest miracle of A.A. Allen's ministry. As Allen held the boy in his arm and wept over him, suddenly two bright blue pupils appeared where once there was only the milky gray of blindness. The boy's limbs began to morph like putty into the correct shape. His tongue, which had hung out of his mouth, limply before snapped inside his mouth, and he began to call out his first words, Mama! Mama! 
And when he caught sight of her, he took his first step to go embrace his mother. He was completely healed. However, the Lord did not end there. God wasn't going to leave anything unfinished. The tent was full of people with significant needs. Spontaneously, with no one praying for them, every person in a wheelchair stood up all together, totally healed. Every person in a stretcher got up the same way. People began running to the front so they could throw their hearing aids on the altar. Then came the glasses. I don't know what else after this. <laughs> right? Then came the walking sticks for the blind. Every single person was healed as the glory of God rested under the tent yes. that night. Yes. Am I wanting to believe for a 2020 vision? Yes. I'm going to continue to pray for that. I'm not going to say just because I've turned, or just, just because I'm turning 62, I'm losing my sight. No, I don't need to. I don't need to accept that. I need to know that, but I don't need to accept that. Amen? We need to know. Remember I mentioned the statement, be informed but do not be consumed. Be informed by what you hear. Be informed about your sickness. Be informed about your condition. But don't let it consume you. Don't let it consume us. Let the Word of God, let the promise of God begin to fill our hearts, begin to fill our minds. Let that be in our spirit to a point where we can begin to taste it and, 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 and act out in faith. You know, if we want to see this happen again, now God, do it again. Now God, do it again. Now God, do it again. If we want that to happen, only you and I, can make that happen. And when I say make that happen, meaning we've got to believe for that. We've got to believe that we are whole, right? We've got to believe that we are whole. And and the, this is the, sorry, the, the third... Number three, yep. So healing is for today. So the word that I shared, the testimony that I shared about A. A. Allen, it's not just that Jesus did it before, but it is for today, right? He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? As the Father has sent me, I also send you. And I want to leave us with this, John chapter 14, verse 12. It says, he who believes, meaning the present active, Right? We've gone through all of that. The Aristens, the present, present active. So this must be present and active at the point in time of me believing and praying. So when I'm praying for someone, when I'm praying for myself, this belief has to be present and it has to be active. Not yesterday's belief. Not yesterday's manner, but today's manner. That in me, the works that I do, He will do also. And greater works than these, He will do because... I go to the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, how many of us want to function in John 14, 12? How many of you want to stand up? How many of you are desperately wanting to see this transpire in your life? 
that you want to see this happen in you. In your time. Not in someone else's time, but in your time. Now ask yourself, what is it going to take for me, Lord, to continue to believe, for my belief to be present active? Every moment of the day, for my belief to be present active. Not for me to believe someone else. Not for me to believe vicariously because they believe, yes, now I can believe. And, and we quote verses like this, I imitate Paul as he imitates Christ. So I'm just going to follow that. No. That's not your pivotal verse. The pivotal verse should be this, that because Jesus has said that, Jesus has said this, that if you believe at this point in time, so examine this, you know, this week, I want to encourage us to examine what are some of our, call it pet doctrines, what are some of our prevailing thoughts that continue to hinder, that stop us from experiencing the fullness Today, there are two truths that need to fill our minds. One is this, that he bore, he became. So if he's become our weakness, today we are strong. If he's become our sickness, today we are healed. And what he did before, he will do it now. So we can continue to pray. Psalm 126, now God, do it again. Yes. Now God, do it again. Just in this quiet moment, let him come and deposit something in your hands. You know, if there's one thing that I've really begun to learn to do of late, and I know I make reference to my time having been away this last month, is this, that anything that I sense, I will most definitely try and do it. So if I sense the Lord saying, just lift your hands, I will invite you into that. If I feel an urge to kneel, I'm just going to do that. I want to learn to walk in that sensitivity. And I want us to journey together as a community, as a church, as a family. That's the reason why we begin to ask different ones to come and share your testimonies. What's happening at Transit is a powerful work. What's happening at that prayer meeting once a month that Emmanuel and his team 
have organized. It's a powerful time. What's happening online in this whole Zoom prayer that's going on? It's a powerful time. So many are pressing in and pressing in and pressing in. Friends, you've got to leave this place today not the same. At least a mindset that says, I can have much more than what I have right now in His kingdom. I can have much more of God. And I want much more of Him. Jesus, I thank you. Jesus, I receive. And as freely as I receive, freely I will give. Lord, this week, I thank you for divine opportunities that are going to open up for me. I don't even need to go out searching for it. It's going to come my way. And Lord, I pray that no fear will grip my heart. But a faith will begin to arise. A faith will begin to arise. Lord, as you deconstruct the way I think, as you deconstruct the negative mindsets that I may have, I offer that to you right now in Jesus' name. And I begin to take on the mind of Christ. I receive, I receive your mind, Lord. In Jesus' name. Go in the peace of the Lord and may his face continue to shine upon you. If you want to stay on and just, just hang in his presence, please feel free to do that. We'll have some music going on at the back. And if you need some prayer, please come forward. We'd love to pray for you. Love to see you next week. Please invite your friends. We believe that this is a revival center. We believe that this is a place where, where the revival is happening, where God is moving, and He wants to move in our midst. He wants to move through you, through you and I, through you and I. Amen. God bless you, and have a great day.